Which is um, almost like what Amish people do, she, no? She also no longer um, likes to drive or fly or fly in planes. So you're describing they, an Amish person. They, <laughs> they would have to come to her. They would have to come to her, but they can't film anything because there's no electricity. <laughs> Welcome to the Rom-Com Rewind Podcast. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And like you, I love rewatching movies over and over again. You made it here. You found us somehow. That means educated guests. You might like romantic comedies. We do as well. So this is a show where we rewatch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide, does it still hold up? Today we have The, the Other, Other Woman. Woman. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, wherever, make sure you leave a review, subscribe, you know, follow us. If you want to reach out, there are a few different ways. Maybe you hear something on this podcast and you think, I have opinions about this. Or you want to suggest a movie, at uh, Romcom Rewind on Instagram, TikTok. This message we got from uh, Jean Benoit on Instagram says, Hi guys, just discovered your podcast. Good stuff. Here's a Brit Romcom suggestion. We do love We British love those. <laughs> uh, Man Up stars Simon Pegg and Lake Bell. Simon Pegg's actually a lovely, uh, a lovely guy. Too. Yeah, and Lake Bell's great, so I'm excited. I can't picture them together though. No. Is the only thing. So I'm interested how that intrigue. This is a fantastic suggestion. Yes, thank you for thank that. Thank you. If you have one, reach out as well. You can email romcomrewind at gmail.com. So the other woman is a 2014 rom-com directed by Nick Cassavetes. I feel like I always get his name wrong. This is the story of Carly Witten, played by Cameron Diaz. She's a New York City attorney and just started dating Mark King, played by Nikolai Coster-Waldo. You know him probably as Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones. Here's the thing about our boy Mark. We learn quickly, spoiler alert, that Carly is not the only person in his life. He's dating somebody else. No, no, he's not actually dating somebody else. He already has a wife. <gasps> Kate, played by Leslie Mann, and perhaps many other mistresses. We think, like an, like an Amber, played by Kate Upton, hint, <laughs> hint. So uh, essentially, Carly and Kate, they learn of the existence of each other and ultimately decide that Mark deserves payback. It, it's kind of like the grown-up version of John Tucker Must Die. It is, yes. <laughs> Basically it. The non-high school version of yeah, it. Yeah, cheating guy, the exes or the, the, the cheated on uh, want to get back at him. That's your lead-in for The Other Woman. Also, a heads up, this movie caught a little bit of flack, critically. Really? But killed it at the box office, though. $196 wow. million dollars on a $40 million budget. That's a success. That is. For rom-com, especially. 100%. What's your, what are your thoughts on The Other Woman? I'm looking for Mark. You must be his housekeeper. <laughs> no, I'm his wife, Kate. <laughs> is this some kind of strippergram or something? <laughs> what happened? He's got a wife. And you don't think you can take her? Are you for real? I thought maybe we could have some dinner. I let you in. We are not drinking Cosmos and braiding each other's hair. This movie's fun. Like, I love John Tucker Must Die. So this one was kind of, yeah, like a non-high school version of that movie. And so, I mean, I love Cameron Diaz. Leslie Mann is hilarious. Although she was interesting in this one. Um, <laughs> I'd was. never seen Kate Upton act before. Um, but all in all, like it was uh, a fun movie to kind of figure out, you know, how many mistresses does he really have? And I, I hadn't seen it probably since 2014. So it was a nice watch. 
You liked Leslie Mann in this? No, I said it was she was interesting. Okay. In it. Can we I talk li- about that I briefly? Like, I like Leslie Mann, but in this movie she was interesting. So I think this movie was great because now I know exactly what I like out of Leslie Mann. <laughs> this is and it's not, not it. This. <laughs> she is oh, like in God. knocked up or this is 40, like the dry, angry, sarcastic, like like kind of scathing. Yeah. Razor's Edge Leslie Mann. Love it. This Leslie Mann, I get why you needed her, because Cameron Diaz was playing well, that character. Yes, her she whole life was, was falling apart. Come yes. on, give the girl some credit. But like, you can't have two people who are mean and career-focused <laughs> and kind of angry, so like, Cameron Diaz is going to do that. What are we going to have Leslie Mann doing? Something else, I guess. <laughs> but I prefer her in like the the knocked up. Um, every element of this film actually represents a very wide spectrum of critique for me. mm because I think you have fantastic acting performances from like a Cameron Diaz. Yeah, yeah, she was really good in this. I like Nikolai Costa-Waldo actually yes. wasn't bad. And then you have other acting performances. Right. <laughs> um, you have jokes that I thought are funny and silly and made made me chuckle. And then there are some jokes that just like, can I jump to the end of the movie when we're doing the slapstick thing where he's smashing into windows? He gets punched in the face. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, why okay. did we just end up at this? If you, we had some good jokes here, and then we're just like, he, a comedy uh, yeah, shtick his, from the 40s. The acting skills at that point weren't great. Um, he didn't have a ton of lines throughout the movie, too, but he was phenomenal in Game of Thrones. That's the crazy thing. I think he's actually a I good actor. I think he's a great actor. No, like, I, I really like him. But if you slow down when he when he when you're watching... And he walks into the glass. You can almost see like the blood. It is not the right shade of oh, red no, yeah. for when the blood, like when it's actually blood comes out of your nose. It's very interesting. I, I almost rewound it, and I was like, "Is that? Is that's a weird part?" Yeah. Anyway, I also thought it was so like like the tone of this movie. I I don't think they knew what the tone was because that was a very empowering moment. There are these three women, and they took this guy down, and he's like misogynist and all this stuff and like yeah and then we do like a whole and now he's gonna run into the window and now he's gonna run into another window and now he's gonna get punched by like what where did this come from very slapstick we had a great moment here guys (laughs) who cares about empowerment for women (laughs) (laughs) Costawaldo run into a a window yeah getting what they deserve let's watch a man run into a window (laughs) that's what people want to (laughs) see oh my god and guess who probably goes to the movie not men all women Like female empowerment? No, 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 no. Let's gloss over that and get right to the part where he breaks his nose. Yes, that's what people want to see. I digress, though. Let's go back to the beginning. The movie opens with a guy, Mark. He's dating Cameron Diaz's character, Carly, for about eight weeks now. Um, You know, he lives the life in New York City. They're going on lavish dates and everything like that. And things are getting serious. Things are getting a little bit serious. She wants him to meet um, her father. Uh, Nicki Minaj is there too as her assistant at work. Sorry, I had to throw that in there because I was just like, oh my God, I forgot Nicki Minaj was in this movie. I had no idea she even was in this movie. I didn't know she acted. I don't think <laughs> she did this movie, and I still think she doesn't act. I've got so much to say about Nicki Minaj. I'm going to leave it for the what okay, should have been. Perfect. Okay, good. <laughs> um, and basically, Carly says that she's cleared the bench and is only dating Mark. Then we find out that Mark has a wife. He wakes up one morning, and he's in Connecticut, and next to him is not Carly, but Kate. And he has a whole other life in Connecticut. So 
that day he goes to work, whatever. Later on, Kate calls Mark to confirm dinner at Kate's brother Phil's. But he says, oh, sorry, I have to work. I can't make it to dinner. And that he's going to stay in the city. And I, we, we tend to think that he does this quite a lot in order to have a whole other life in New York City and a whole life in Connecticut. So she says, oh, you know what? I'll meet you in the city. So then he has to backtrack really quickly. Because Carly is in the city and he's going to go for dinner. So he's like, shit, okay. So then he says, no, you know what? I'm going to come home. Whatever. Cancels on Carly. Is not going to meet her father. Carly goes to dinner with her father and her father says, oh, you know what? If he's got a plumbing issue at home, go see him and fix that plumbing. Call a plumber, whatever. She shows up. She gets a cab all the way up to Connecticut. Shows up as a sexy plumber. (laughs) Knocks on the door. Knock, knock. Friggin' Leslie Mann. Kate opens the door. Yeah. And Carly puts it all together immediately. Like, immediately. Oh, She's not I'm looking stupid. for Mark. Like, oh, Mark's here. And she realizes like, oh, shit. No, no, no. It was a different Mark. Breaks a heel, backtracks, kills a vase. It's something. But Carly has discovered, oh, no. Yeah. Mark has been cheating. On his I'm, wife. I'm the mistress. That's his wife. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And, and she doesn't want to be the mistress. She just wants to be in the clear, like, actual, in an, in an actual relationship with somebody who she's the only one, right? He's got a wife, okay? He's married. And you don't think you can take her? That's not the point. I don't do married guys. I don't need to wreck someone's home for a date. Guess who shows up at work? Kate. Kate. Kate shows up, found her number from Mark's phone bill. She clearly put things together after. They go out for a drink to chat. And like, you know, L- Leslie Mann's character, she's a little bit of an airhead. In oh, this. she, yes. Um, She thought he was trained. You know what, though? In a way. That was actually a funny joke. Sorry. Why? (laughs) I thought that was so funny. So Kate is putting it all together. She's like, is he cheating on me? And Carly (laughs) kind of just stares at her long enough that it's like, yeah, he was cheating on you with me. Kate has a big blow up. Carly drags her out. They go to the bar together for some reason. Because Kate's like, I want to be friends with this lady who's having sex with my husband. So weird. Um. And then and then she's starting to piece it all together. And Carly's like, yeah, like this other time when yeah. like he said this, he was with me. And Kate eventually is like, wait, so he's not. Does that mean he's marathon? not training for a marathon? I thought that was so I funny. Know, me too. That was a really good line. And when I say like she's an airhead, I don't. She, her whole life has been turned upside down. She totally believed him and trusted him fully. So in a way, like it would be very blindsiding to find this out. So at the end of that, um, Kate ends up getting hammered. Carly calls her a cab, but Kate does something. She pukes right into her own purse. Was it a clutch? I'm not familiar with the different variety of uh, female accessories. I think it was a clutch. Oh, is it a clutch? Maybe. Okay. I can't quite remember. Anyway, purse, whatever. Sure. She pukes into it. Yeah. Worst places to puke. I've got a few stories do you have a story before we go? Okay, so I've I I had a friend. It was her nineteenth birthday. Her parents had rented us a like a limo bus for us to go to go to a bar for her nineteenth birthday and and whatever. So we pre drank before getting on the bus and Naturally. we got to the place. And as we were getting off, I could see the birthday girl puking in something. The only thing that was on the bus that she could puke in was a Ziploc bag. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like one of the worst things oh, because you can... that's disgusting <laughs> How... oh. and then she left it there oh no <laughs> like she zipped she did it up oh. and she left it there <laughs> it was God. so gross 
a Ziploc bag of... <laughs> that poor driver. I know. I know. I feel awful, but... Uh, well, it wasn't me, but, you know. <laughs> it was At least so it's nice gross. and contained, I guess. Yeah, sure. Easy disposal, maybe. Oh, so gross. But you can see everything. So I grabbed a few stories. Uh, this person says... I bring it up because sushi restaurant with a coworker having lunch. I sneezed oh, no. and caused a piece of wasabi to oh. fly into my sinus cavity. Oh, no. My pain threshold was instantly maxed out and ended up spewing yellow tail all over the table in front of me. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. Oh, that's gross. This next person says, uh, as a teenager, <laughs> I used to walk to work in a very small town. I threw up on the sidewalk. And I had to walk by it for months. I guess nobody <laughs> oh, no. cleaned it. <laughs> That's so gross. And there was no rain. It was the summer. <laughs> so it never washed away. <laughs> so they had to see it on their way, on, on their walk to work. Eventually it did rain, but it had been there so long <laughs> that the acid burned a mark in the sidewalk. Stop. <gasps> oh so my there's God. the mark from the puke outline oh, that's for gross. years. That's gross. My brother threw up into a heating vent once. Oh, no. Yeah. It said, oh, that's uh, so gross. effing disgusting smell. I can only imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine. Um, oh, this is good. Not me, but my wife. We were looking at children care centers when she just Ooh. took ill and projectile vomited oh. up a classroom wall <laughs> no. where the kids had their artwork displayed. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Oh, those poor parents who will never get artwork. I was going to say, like, you can't give the parents the artwork now. <laughs> Or do you? Oh, God. I, I can only imagine kids' artwork probably all sucks. All your children you probably... were sick on one day. Yeah. They all puked all over their Or work. just like, yeah, we had a lot of yellow in, in yeah. the crowns that day. We made yellow paint. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so Carly sends Kate home. Yes. And then Kate comes up with a, I got an idea here. Yeah, she, she realizes that she's a trophy wife who is literally cheated on and sees all these other ladies at the grocery store who are, you know, doting on their husbands, getting the lunch meat, the specific, you know, size and grams of lunch meat that they want or the specific slices of cheese. And she realizes like, oh my God, I'm one of those people who are so blinded by, you know, this life that isn't real. So... She shows up again and Carly's like, oh, my God, you need to get out of my life. Like, why do you want to be my friend? And so at the end of the day, Kate follows Carly home and knocks on the door and says, I have I, I have wine. I have, you know, food. I want to talk. So Carly finally lets Kate in to come in. And, she, you know, Kate basically says, like, I have no one else to talk to about this except for you because you know what every you know, what's happening and everything. And this is the funniest line that Carly says in the movie. She says, cry on the inside like a winner. <laughs> <laughs> I die. Cameron Diaz is hilarious. It's like this. those TikToks that it's like, be a man. Oh, I love right? the be a man TikToks. It's like cry on the inside like a winner. Yeah. <laughs> don't make a grocery yeah, list. Yeah. Go to the grocery store, then call your wife because you don't know what to get. Be a man. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So they girl talk and Kate says, you know, she gets it. That that why Mark would be into Carly. Big place, rock and bod, ready to go whenever. Um, a little a pretty little patch of happiness, um, you know, and that Kate is just Martha Stewart with big underpants. These these things that they were called. It's just so funny. 
But they do scheme up a plan. They do. So Carly comes over and um, to Kate's house and sees that Kate destroyed the home office in a fit of rage. And, and the doorbell rings. It's Kate's brother. This is where Phil comes in. We finally meet Phil, who becomes Carly's love interest. That's the love interest of the movie. Yes. Played by Taylor Kinney. Yes. Isn't he in one of your stupid shows? It is not stupid. It's Chicago Fire. Oh, I okay. knew it was one of the Chicagos. He, he has, what does he do? He Tell has us cat-like about. eyes. He does. They're kind of freaky. He of a cat. Yeah. Um, he is a lieutenant in Chicago Fire. Is he the main heartthrob of the show? Is he One like your them. McSteamy, but for um, yeah. worse shows? Yes. Yeah, okay. It's yeah. not worse. Chicago Fire is so good. The Chicago, like all three shows are great. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. It's like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's the Chicago. I, I literally have written down here. He's hot. He's hot, right. <laughs> you know what? You're not wrong. Actually, I didn't mind him in this movie. Like he's, you know what? As much as I make jokes, he was totally fine in this movie. He was a great little love interest. He was, yeah. yes. Toss him in there. So Mark comes home and sees that the office is under construction. He doesn't even think anything of it. She tell, um, Kate tells him that he, she's redecorating. They go out for dinner, end up coming home, and they're all over each other. And she stops. They're hooking up, though, because she wants to shave her legs and everything. But then when she comes out and she's ready, you know, to get down and dirty she overhears mark talking to another woman thinking that he is back yeah he's back with carly and whatever and so this is my best scene though is kate telling her brother that that mark is cheating on her with carly carmella carly because carly lied to phil when she, she she said she was carmella yeah yeah so um this whole scene here is just hilarious because Phil's trying to like keep track of who Carmilla, Carmela and Carly is. So I just need to throw that out there. That was my best scene because it was really funny. Him, Taylor Kinney trying to figure out like, oh my God, what is happening? Putting all the pieces together and still very confused at the end of it. Um, so Katie and Carly go out for lunch and Kate, Kate basically says like, Carly, you're still seeing my husband. What the hell? Like, you know, we had a nice weekend together and you just can't stay away blah 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 she says no like i'm not carly's like eureka you're wrong first of all but also there's a third woman out there yeah clearly if he's going to the hamptons we got to follow him and oh conveniently your brother phil lives in the hamptons so let's go and stay at his super great beach house i was gonna say which like they can basically see everybody from the it's it's magical how how mark was like basically a kilometer down the beach from yeah. like where this beach house is. Oh yeah, I never thought of that. They were like super close, and they're they like, knew oh, we're just gonna go back here. And they knew exactly where he was staying too. They knew exactly where to find him on the beach. Yeah, it's, it's a little. So they they do a little stakeout. They you know, do. they watch and they see. Ooh, here's here's the other other woman. Yes. And Carly notices how beautiful she is. She's Kate Upton, by the way. Yeah. And decides, I'm going to confront her about it right now. And there's like... Because she thought she was the hot one. Yeah, she thought she was the hot one. It turns out Kate Upton's the hot one. Yeah, because she drives a Jetta. And (laughs) (laughs) there's like a little bit of a mix-up that happens on the beach. Anyway, Amber, Kate Upton, like approaches them and they talk it out and she's they reveal to her yeah he's been cheating on all of us this is his wife this is his mistress you're now mistress number two (laughs) there could be more we don't know um and they have like a little um they they just have like this hangout night where they um they just like dance and drink and get drunk and hang out at phil's house are you jealous no i'm not jealous i just got like an insane girl crush i think it's good that she's super hot because i feel like it brings up our group average this is not freaking sister wives honey so carly cameron diaz's character is kind of talking to kate like 
we can get him back. We can, we're going to, yep. you guys are going to divorce. I'm going to do it. Like, we're going to sort all this out. And Kate's like, what? Like, wh- how do we know? And she's like, listen, you know him. I know law. Amber, we're going to figure out what Amber knows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, kind of like trying to be encouraging. But in her head, she's like, Amber doesn't know shit. Yeah. Like, Amber's yeah. just, Amber's the boobs. Yes. It's fine. Yes. She's hot. It's it's whatever. She says the lawyer, the wife, and the boobs. Yeah hilarious hilarious so this is kind of the inception of one we're gonna screw mark over but two we're gonna figure out how to build a case like find out his financial situation so that we can make sure that kate gets her half yeah so they you know add things to his medication or they add medication to a smoothie hair remover and his you know shampoo they make a cheating calendar to find out when you know who's gonna go on dates with him when you know get thunder to lick his toothbrush that kind of thing and on his date with Carly, she puts a laxative in his drink. This is so funny. And they have to leave, but not before, you know, saying that he would lose all his money if he were to divorce Kate. So, like, this kind of starts going down the trail. They're still kind of figuring out their his financials. And, and um, there was a little bit of, like, a foreshadowing in the very beginning of the movie where Mark has her sign some papers for his work and you're kind of like oh that's weird whatever you don't think anything of it until he starts talking about what he would do if he were to get divorced he would and I put this in quotations lose his money so that kind of like puts her on the on the trail of for for his financials um and then they end up this at this no hands restaurant where they don't use their hands someone feeds them and feeds their drinks to them this was a creepy restaurant it's where carly's dad was yeah we get the intention that he he's been divorced multiple times probably is very wealthy Mm -hmm. has problems with love or keeping love and he ends up in this (laughs) place where like he shows them he's like check it out it's no hands and he tries to reach for his drink and And some lady's there and is like no and she (laughs) feeds him the drink it's a little unsettling. It I'll is. be honest. It's an interesting take on, you know, a bizarre restaurant. So I have some other bizarre restaurants that I want to, to talk Real about. Real yeah. restaurants that Real exist. restaurants, yeah. Okay, let's hear it. So there's one called Modern Toilet in Taipei, Taiwan. Oh, Modern Toilet, don't tell me. Um, You eat at the toilet? Um, No, so toilet-shaped bowls, ice cream in the shape of poo, that kind of thing. Who wants that? I don't know. People what? in Taipei. Um, in Vol- you know what I want more of my food to resemble yeah. shit yeah that's what I want in I mean life. why not you Come know on. in Volterra Italy you can dine at a restaurant where you eat behind bars and are served your meals by inmates what yeah oh like my there's God. a little se- like cells that you sit in and you're you're served your meal wait I I'm in a cell and yes. there's a, a prisoner yeah also in a cell no I don't know this is they're, weird. They're, they're out for good behavior. No, oh I actually God. don't know. <laughs> I I've don't got know. so many questions about this. <laughs> um, there's a place called Cabbage and Condoms in Bangkok. Um, Waitstaff dress up like with condoms and there's a con like there's condom decor all around and the menu's a lot of cabbage. How do you dress up with condoms? You know, I don't Are know. Are you a giant condom? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe there's hats of condoms. You know, the world is your oyster. So, so many questions. Mm-hmm. Imagine you're just like a dude wearing like a normal like suit and tie, and they're like, "Where's your condom outfit?" And you're like, "Oh, I'm wearing it." <laughs> oh, <laughs> no! <Is> that... <laughs> My face <Spirit's> expression <laughs> went from "oh" to "oh no, 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 no." <laughs> um, so there's also um, several locations. Uh, it's called Dinner in the Sky, and you're literally strapped into a seat and suspended extremely high up in the air to eat your meal. Who wants that? I don't. Like, why? No. 
You know what we're going to add as an element to your meal? Gravity. <laughs> like you do, Why not? I guess it's always an element, but you now it's like really an element. You don't want to drop a fork or a knife. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> God. So Kate goes to a gala with Mark and they end up sleeping together. And I think Kate at this point thinks that things are turning around. He's not cheating on her with anyone anymore. Like, you know... It's it. He's gonna try. She's seeing the love again. She, totally. She, she and I think she wants to. Right. Like right before this, um, she's falling apart wearing a wedding dress. You know, watching her wedding video, drinking. So like, she really does want it to work. Well, she's the only one with any significant emotional investment and also financial. She's the only one really she's invested. She's the only one married. Like to Carly him. was basically just gonna ghost him. Like, okay, yeah. he's been cheating on his wife with me. I just won't talk to him. Yeah, exactly. That was the extent of it. This is a marriage that's breaking down. Yeah. So the next day, Kate goes over to Carly's house, and Carly and Amber have so much to tell her. Amber gave Mark <laughs> Amber gave Mark chlamydia, so he actually shouldn't be having sex with anybody. Carly tells Kate that he's been stealing money from his company and his partners, like millions. Right. So Kate kind of just like starts sticking up for him, and she sees, you know, she says, oh, I see things differently now, though. Things are different. And so... She's like, okay, well, I'll prove it to you. I'll text him right now and I'll see. And sure enough, she, Kate leaves by this point. But sure enough, he texts Carly back saying, yeah, let's go. We'll hang out this week. Kate goes home and Mark tells Kate that she has, oh, you have to take a pack because, you know, you don't want to get sick with anything. No colds. And I think he plays on her. And I put this in quotations because she's not stupid, but I think she's naive. Mm -hmm. And so he plays on that. I find a lot in this movie. Um, and then again, wants her to sign some more papers and that and tells her that he's going to the Bahamas for work. Evidently to cheat. Uh, can we quickly do, though? There was a lot of revenge that occurred here in the last little bit. They were also giving him estrogen pills. <gasps> yeah, yeah. His nipples got a little weird. Oh, yeah. Um, His nipples got a little weird. <laughs> best <laughs> cheating revenge stories. Okay. Do you have any? I think I might have told this one already, but... Um, in university, a girl on my floor in first year found out that her boyfriend back home was cheating on her with people on her floor. Well, not cheating on her. I guess he's, he became friends with girls on her floor. Okay. Like other girls on, on our floor and started webcamming them. One of the girls, I guess, brought in the girl that he was actually dating and showed her this guy that was like, yeah, anyway. So she ended up stopped taking her birth control pills and got pregnant. Whoa. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't you lead with that? Sorry. She dropped out of school and went home and like on purpose. That's she... what I heard. This is all hearsay. Okay, that's all. This is all of what I heard. Uh, so I've got some Reddit uh, best cheating revenge stories. Okay. Um, this person says she cheated on me with my best friend. Oh, my best friend had herpes. Oh no! I never told anyone. Oh no! Um, <laughs> she got herpes. Awful. I didn't. Oh, that's, <laughs> awful. That, that's like the entire story. <laughs> <laughs> this person says uh, she planned a road trip as a way. Okay, so a cheat happened. She planned a road trip for a way for us to heal. Drove until the tank was empty. Oh, no. Pulled into a gas station. <laughs> he grabbed some stuff and went to the bathroom. She put a minimal <gasps> amount of gas in and turned around and went home. So just oh. stranded this dude Good out for in her. somewhere at a gas station. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so Kate goes to see Carly to apologize and they make up. But Carly tells Kate, like, we can't stay in this Mark moment forever. And, you know, Kate, uh, Carly needs to move on. So they, they decide that they're going to go to the Bahamas and sort out this financial piece for specifically Kate. Um, Carly realizes that the papers that Kate had just signed 
we're making her the fall person if something ever happened with the millions of dollars that Mark hid in the Bahamas. So they decide to go there and drain the accounts because technically they were in Kate's name. So while there, they realize that Mark also has a special significant other, a bohemian an, wife, another mistress in the Bahamas. Um, and they, they catch that. And at that point, I think Kate has accepted that, you know, it's done. It's it's over with. So they get back to the States and um, I guess Carly had set up a meeting with Mark and uh, at her at her lawyer at her law office. And Mark shows up and it's all the three girls, Amber, uh, Kate and uh, Carly in in the room. And this is where you were talking earlier about how like chaotic and like it was really about female. You know, we're going to get you. We got you, whatever. But then he's just hitting his face on glass all the time. <laughs> yeah. So Carly <laughs> takes the lead. She's like, we're serving you. You're getting a divorce. Kate's getting half of everything. Also, we know about the company. Yes. That you made her the CEO. And of we're and now blah, millionaires. <laughs> exactly. Basically, Kate's now well, a millionaire. Kate's now a millionaire. Yeah. And, and he freaks out. You can't do this to me. They also bring in his business partner who it seems he might have been embezzling money or there's some fraud yeah, that was occurring. Definitely. Um. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like, if the movie ended right there, I would have been like, "Wow, okay, great." Close the door on that. We get a nice little riding off into the sunset moment with uh, Carly and Phil, the new love interest. That's great. Kate continues on being an entrepreneur, but no, we have like a montage of <laughs> yes, Nikolai Coster Waldo. I was gonna call it a montage. Bumping his face into shit because he's frazzled like it also just doesn't make sense yeah he's frazzled and he's oh like he knew he was fraud like he knew he was frauding his company like he knew what he was yeah, doing. yeah defrauding the company for sure and then he just inexplicably runs into two different windows yeah he gets punched in the face by carly's dad who why was he there I don't, he's just walking by <laughs> on the streets new york city's a big place i don't know how that happened it was all very like I said off the top, I felt like the tone was kind of, we don't know, do we want it to be this or do we want it to be that? And they just tried to do both and it feels kind yeah. of... Half-assed. Stilted. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't quite feel I right. I did, however, like... I liked the I ending I know after. you did. <laughs> Sarah loves closure in all forms of closure. I do. So the fact that we had that classic... Yes. Everyone got an high school rom-com, like a fucking John Hughes movie. Yeah. We get to see how everybody ends. Kate goes on to do this and this and Carly and Phil end up doing the fucking gazebo at his beach house. And (laughs) I can't remember what. Oh, Amber Um, dates the dad. uh, No, 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 no. If you notice, it says just married. Just married. She's married to the dad. But I think. Yeah. Um, Bedazzled. Um, And then Carly is pregnant with Phil's baby. And then That's Kate right. is just successful AF. Of course you remembered all this. Yeah. Can we, before we jump into quick facts. Okay. We really need to have a genuine conversation this episode about Cameron oh. Diaz. Okay. This film came out in 2014. Yeah. She also had sex tape that year. She also had oh, Annie that, that year. Oh, wow. And that was it. Oh, okay. Until now for Cameron Diaz's career. Wow. She has one thing coming down the pipeline, we think. Yep. But since 2014, there has legitimately not been a single thing, filmography, that Cameron Diaz has done. That's wild. It is wild. Because I miss her. She was amazing. Know? She was a Charlie's Angel. She was, she was my best friend's wedding. Mm-hmm. She, I mean, you could go on and on. She was in The Mask. 
Oh my God. Yeah, there's something about Mary. There's something hilarious. The list goes on and on. Cameron Diaz was a bona fide A plus star. Yeah, she, she dated was. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Like, oh um, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So there is a real reason that Cameron Diaz says okay. that she stopped acting. <laughs> All right. But I thought you and I could do a little exercise. Oh, an exercise. A little brain okay. exercise for why we think the real reason Cameron Diaz stopped acting. Okay. Uh, and let's frame it like that. You know what? I'll, I'll start. The real reason Cameron Diaz stopped acting mm-hmm. is because, hear me out, she's already dead, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my you know, God. Yeah, yeah. Hear me out. Hear me out. What? You know how everyone thought that Avril Lavigne had died? And they're like, like look at the bone structure, guys. No, A completely different person. People still think she's dead. <laughs> let's clarify that. Yes, that's true. There's TikToks about that. That's true. And I, I think it shouldn't be outside of the realm of possibility that maybe Cameron Diaz died. And they're like, well, let's just get an actress in here to play Cameron Diaz. So a changeling is, is in her place. Yes, that, that's right. There's, <laughs> oh there's a God. random lady who looks a lot like Cameron Diaz playing the part of Cameron Diaz in real life. <laughs> okay. She's not taking acting roles because then we'd figure it out. Oh, my she God. Doesn't want a whole lot of screen time. Just like Avril Lavigne when she died, quote, quotations. <laughs> she never made any good music after that. No offense, Avril. Oh my God, I think she'd be begged to differ on that one. Yeah, I'm but... sure she would. She started dating Chad Kruger from oh, Nickelback and, God. you know, you're, yeah, nothing much happened after that. Oh my God. Um, do you have a real reason Cameron Diaz stopped acting? Yeah, so um, Cameron Diaz uh, and Benji Madden, because yeah. they're married, um, they live in the middle of nowhere. Uh, on a farm with no electricity. Yes. Oh, I therefore, like it. um, are they like Amish or what's the? No, is there an no, appropriate term no. For they this? just they just don't have they just don't have electricity <laughs> by choice. Okay. By choice, <laughs> which is um, almost like what Amish people do. She, no, she also no longer um likes to drive or fly or fly in planes. So you're describing they, an Amish person. They, <laughs> they would have to come to her. They would have to come to her, but they can't film anything because there's no electricity. <laughs> so, so does she have a horse and buggy as well? Well, no. People can drive her, but they don't want to drive her. Okay. So, and she doesn't like to fly. So, she can't go anywhere to go on set. So, they, they've they offered to come to her house, but she has no electricity. This is so. great, Sarah. I'm very impressed. <laughs> Thank you. I, I have a last one, but I think we need to leave it there. That was good. And now the actual real reason is apparently that she just wanted more time for herself and for her family. And she wanted she wanted more control over her life. That's what she said. I like Fair Sarah's enough. better, that she's Amish. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> Her and Benji Madden are like, you know what? <laughs> I've lived my whole <laughs> not being Amish, and now today is the day. <laughs> I love how you started out like not realizing that that's what you're describing, but that's absolutely what you were describing. I know. I didn't realize it till after. Oh, no. I love it. Are we on to quick facts? We are, but I need <laughs> yeah. a minute to stop laughing. <laughs> The movie originally had an R rating because it used the word vagina. After a petition and without any edits to the movie, the rating was changed to PG-13. Vagina is an anatomically correct way of saying that. It is. It's not, that's not there a bad is word. Not a bad, it is not a bad word. It's no. part of the body. Correct. Okay. Um, Cameron Diaz really did twist her leg while chasing Kate Upton on the beach. Oh, that's funny. This is one of many films which cast Cameron Diaz as part of a female trio. Others include The Sweetest Thing in 2002 and the Charlie's Angels movies. 
When Carly meets Kate's brother, Phil, she introduces herself as Carmela. When Kate walks Carly out, she says, Carmela, really? Did you and Tony have fun living in Hong Kong? Or did Big Pussy and Meadow miss you too much? All these names are main characters in The Sopranos. And I knew this. And while she was saying it, I was laughing because I was like, she's quoting The Sopranos right now. I did not know that, actually. (laughs) This movie reunites Leslie Mann and Cameron Diaz. They starred in She's the One in 1996. When Carly says to Kate, what is this, high school? Of course we slept together. We're adults. This is a nod to John Tucker Must Die from 2006, which which has a very similar plot line. The role of Lydia was originally written for a Jewish girl. However, when the director saw Nicki Minaj on American Idol, The Search for a Superstar, he thought she was perfect for the role. During the first night the three women spent together, Amber is seen dancing the same way Kate Upton was in her viral video, Kate Upton, Cat Daddy, in 2012. We all remember fondly that. (laughs) I know. I was like, I've never seen that. (laughs) This movie is inspired by the Bollywood movie Ladies vs. Ricky Ball in in 2011. Honorable mentions. I think the No Hands restaurant. I want to honorably mention any scene featuring Cameron Diaz and Taylor Kinney. Oh, you know what, Kate? Their I think chemistry there wasn't was, enough of it. I agree. Yeah. This was like almost Cameron Diaz level in The Holiday, I found. Of their chemistry? Of the chemistry, yes. I agree, but there wasn't enough of it. I'm I like, know. hey, I want to see a little bit more of that. I think Cameron Diaz and Taylor Kinney should do a rom-com together. Well, she, we got to get her back from acting. That's my what should have been. Right. I mean, of course, the actress playing Cameron Diaz might not be able to pull it off. Right. Because she's Due dead. to electricity. Or sorry, lack thereof. Yes, yes. (laughs) Honorable mentions. We just did it. Oh, right. What should have been? I literally can't stop laughing. (laughs) About the electricity thing? Yeah, Yeah. I know. Um, But yeah, like if if electricity was not an issue, I would like to see, like I just mentioned, um, Cameron Diaz and Taylor Kinney in a rom-com. I think we should have not been trying to launch so many careers with this movie. Like who's? Like Kate Upton. Oh, Like yeah. Nicki Minaj. Why yeah. were they there? Yeah, you know what? They were not good. Neither of them have gone on to do much acting at all. Kate Upton a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, Kate Upton did a few more Nicki movies. Nicki Minaj, a lot there. of voice acting roles. Yes. Which makes sense. Because she does have like a very um, iconic voice, I guess. Yeah. Acting though. Why? You could have you could have found somebody. Was it a typical rom com trying to trying to launch people's? Yeah, well, and I also feel like sometimes rom coms just grab like a oh who's like the the special face of today. Hey, Nicki Minaj is pretty popular. Let's just if we put her in a trailer, people are going to be interested. But you know what? Okay, so an example like what would have been better would have been let's Usher was in the trailer for She's All That. Yeah, he was in it for like three scenes. Yeah, but hey, ooh, it's Usher. What they should have done was have like Nicki Minaj do a cameo and actually be one of Carly's clients, like they just did in She in She Hulk, where um, Megan Thee Stallion is a client of She-Hulk's, right? You know? Just There's slipping your... in the She-Hulk. <laughs> Sarah is obsessed. Okay, I... No, I like superheroes. Anyway, <laughs> stuff. Like you're Marvel. so adorable. You're, Marvel's you're... great. Get out of your shell a little bit. Open well, no, I was up. just saying. Well, I was trying well, to explain, I, I, you know? I like, I like things. <laughs> Audible mentions. We, are... we already did that. <laughs> Three times. <laughs> 
You know what's funny? Because I didn't say my actual honorable mention. What's your honorable mention? I had something else. What did I say originally for my honorable mention? Cameron Diaz. Any scene with Oh, Cameron that's Diaz. right. I've, I have two honorable mentions listed here okay. in two different sections. Nikolai Kosterwaldo is actually an honorable mention of mine. Okay. For grabbing this role during like the heftiest time of Game of Thrones 2014. This was like... I think Game of Thrones was in season three or four at this oh. point. So it was starting to hit, guys. We're getting into it here. I don't think he was fantastic in this, but I think his character was given a lot of slapstick, stumbling over himself. Ooh, we're going to give him estrogen pills and he's going to have like sensitive nipples. You know, like <laughs> he was really given an odd script and yeah. I thought he did well with it. I know he has done roles outside of Game of Thrones, but I would like to see more. And I think this was a. Uh, this was a solid effort with a strange script, Nikolai. So I'll honorably mention you again <laughs> for my second round. Now, overall rewatchability. So my rewatchability is as follows. Chemistry, 3.4. Storyline, 3.7. Thirst Factor, 4. Imagination, 3.2. Soundtrack, 3. Cheese, 3. For an overall score of 3.38. So my rewatchability is chemistry, a 3.8. The storyline's a 3. The Thirst Factor is a 3.7. The Imagination is a 3.2. The Soundtrack is a 3. You're thinking, okay, we're going to end up in the 3 somewhere. I'm going to give the cheese a 0.5. Wow, I don't think you've ever given cheese a 0.5. I don't think you've ever given anything a 0.5. Yeah, no, it was like, it just... See, like the cheesiness of putting stuff in his smoothie, making his nipples all weird. See, I didn't enjoy that. Oh, okay. That was bad cheese. (laughs) Him running into multiple windows at the end. Wouldn't that be a lot of cheese? Yeah, but it's bad cheese. It Do we matter. need to discuss the? Oh my god, how I the can't argue again? with the cheese again. There is a quantity of cheese, but it's not good cheese. I can't with you about the cheese. This has been the rom-com rewind of. You didn't say your last. Oh, uh, overall score of two point eight six. Okay. Yeah. This has been the rom-com rewind of the other woman. If you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Throw us a follow, subscribe, reach out. Thanks for listening.